The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Seven minutes after eight, welcome to the Forum at Eight here on AM Live. And if you've stayed with us throughout the morning, thanks so much for doing just that. Well, the lines are open, 0891-104-208. This morning, we are discussing transformation in sport. Now, last week, we started our discussion in what will become a series of discussions on transformations in the various sectors. And as promised, we have with us this morning the Minister of Sport, Mr. Figile Mbalula, to talk to us about uh, the transformation and transformation challenges within sport. Minister, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, good morning, Sakina, and all your listeners. Thank you. Now, Minister, it seems as though we're going around in circles because we've been talking about this issue of, you know, uh, lily-white sports teams and the lack of transformation for a very long time. But, you know, how would you assess uh, the uh, current position and the, the situation that we find ourselves in? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, Sakina, you will know that uh, just to give a brief recap that uh, five years ago, uh, when I became Minister of Sport, I convened the Sports Endeavour, of which in that Sports Endeavour we did a review of transformation. And part of uh, that review included the fact that uh, there's not been a movement when it comes to transformation. And we adopted the pact in terms of the ROP the roadmap uh, arising from that particular endeavor, where in which we we agreed that uh, we need uh, to implement the charter which we adopted, the scorecard and the quotas. You will remember that uh, I said uh, before that endeavor that quotas are counterproductive. They are generally being misused to to undermine uh, transformation and to dampen the spirits of African black players. And then the Indaba, I think, disagreed with me and said that, look, you still need the quotas uh, uh, because there are those who will not willingly implement the charter and the scorecard. Uh, to reach the targets, it is important that uh, you must insist on that. And then uh, we then adopted that and agreed on establishing the EPG, the Eminent Persons Group, which is chaired by Dr. Somatota Figeni. Uh, which have since then been doing work. And the first uh, of such that has happened is interaction with the top five federations, uh, which we looked into the barometer, I mean, the scorecard and the charter implementation. We have now agreed with these federations in relation to what needs to be done and their commitment. I've got it fully. And then uh, now in May, we will actually be signing uh, an agreement for the implementation of the transformation. And just how is uh, the charter, you know, assisting minister in actually transforming sport and delivering on its mandate of that holistic change in sport? Uh, Sakina, for the full implementation of transformation, there are many facets that are interlinked that need to be implemented. First, you need the acceleration of the national sports plan. And then uh, on the other hand, uh, you basically need uh, to ensure that uh, where people are not playing the sport in certain areas, we are able to open up opportunities for them to participate. And uh, this is historically disadvantaged. And uh, we have put more emphasis on school sports because... That is what is important, and that is where most of the players will actually come from. 
uh, in terms of uh, uh, playing the sport that they would like. And we're not focusing only on rugby and cricket. As much as they are totally exposed, uh, we're focusing on about 16 sporting codes. And uh, the parameter scorecard uh, uh, report that came out reflected that uh, uh, rugby in particular is very much behind when it comes to transformation. And uh, we have since uh, uh, given them the results and they've gone back and gave us a feedback uh, and, 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 and very positive feedback in terms of what they are going to do as a federation to implement transformation. Are there any deadlines set to this? Uh, the deadline is that uh, by May this year we're signing an agreement and already uh, we are in the we're on the I mean uh, proper direction for the implementation uh, of the transformation uh, charter. Minister, uh, uh, do you know by any chance what was the scorecard for a sporting code like netball? Well, uh, netball is part of the five federations uh, that uh, we'll be signing an agreement with. But what netball did was that uh, they implemented quotas at the provincial level, regional level, and then uh, they had their own system that at national level they select on merit. Uh, That is what they were implementing over the years. Uh, But we have actually said that there is nothing like merit outside transformation because anyone who gets selected, black or white, is the fact that that player is on merit. But the main question, Sakina, which get to be abused, is the question of color. You know, to say that uh, because I'm black and the quotas are talking about three players must be fielded per match, then that's what used to happen, right? Uh, but it does not mean that those black players, African players who are actually selected, they are not on merit. And nobody argues that the selection of players must just be on skin color and therefore without judgment of merit. The question is that you have players who sometimes even on merit, quite powerful, get selected but get benched and not play at all. And that is what you are basically faced with. So you then need you know, measures to be in place to insist on those who are selecting uh, to ensure that those players get to be selected and actually play. And that is what uh, needs to happen. Minister, some would argue that, you know, when it comes to sport, ultimately the objective is to win. And uh, in order to win, you need to put your strongest team out, uh, regardless of uh, the color of the players that participate. Yeah, if you are in Australia and New Zealand uh, or England, uh, that argument will hold. You come from a society where in which there have been deep-seated uh, uh, disparities, where in which even if you know the sports, because of racial oppression, uh, people have not been in a position to express that talent. And in this particular instance, uh, we need the closing of the gap and the leveling of the playing field so that uh, people can play the sport that they want without any hindrances of whether or not they are black or whatever that is the case. Now, in societies where people have never had this challenge of apartheid, you can say that. 
uh, yes, uh, select irrespective of whatever. The reason why you talk about Lily White Squad, whatever that it is, it is precisely because we know that it cannot be Lily White. Uh, South Africa is a rainbow nation, but in that rainbow nation, there is a particular section of society that was not exposed to opportunities but played the sport. And the myth that, for instance, black people did not play this and that sport is not true. The fact of the matter is that talking about the playing field is that in Soweto, as much as people will play the sport, but they will not be having the same, you know, uh, 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 soccer fields, whatever that is the case, as opposed to those who have actually been advantaged. Well, we're speaking to the Minister of Sport this morning. We're talking transformation in sport. What questions do you have for the Minister? We are asking what needs to be done to ensure that transformation in sport um, uh, does actually happen? And will quotas help to achieve a transformation in sport? What are your views on that? 891 That's the number to dial. SMS us on 34701. You can also tweet or Facebook us at AMLive on SAFM. Minister, just going back uh, to the uh, report by the eminent persons. Now, one of the things that they mentioned is the complexity of coordinating transformation initiatives. But they also go on to say that the core of the challenge overall lies in community-based access to participation opportunities and resources on an equitable basis linked to skill and the capability development initiatives integrated. Now, we, we often hear about the need you know, to actually be putting more resources into developmental uh, level sport. But is that happening at the moment, Minister? And do you think that this is acting in some ways as a very serious barrier to transformation? No, uh, the resources when it comes to sports, unfortunately, will always be the question that will back on because uh, we live in a country where we've got the competing priorities. And uh, as a result, uh, from the side of uh, public press, sports does not enjoy that overwhelming, you know, uh, funding uh, because of these competing priorities, uh, correctly so uh, well understood. Uh, But on the other hand, also the private sector coming into the party in a skewed way. Uh, We have insisted on the implementation of uh, the National Sports Plan uh, should we invest in that sports plan the way we do it now, we should in the next 10 years uh, be somewhere, uh, somehow. And we will not even be talking about the question of the complexion of our national teams because everything's going to come naturally. Uh, it's going to come naturally in a sense that uh, if we implement uh, school sport programs, were able to affirm young players out of that school sport program for high performance and they've been selected and play for the biggest franchises in the country, but also participate at the school sport level. Uh, we're not going to have any challenge of that sort uh, going forward. What you are having is a question of people who are intransigent, uh, who still look at things in terms of black and white, and uh, we will not be in a position want to move when it comes to this. In this regard, we have said it very clear, Sakina, that uh, the transformation we are talking about is going to be implemented. And then it's going to be implemented, and should anyone fail to implement, there will be 
I mean, there will be consequences for that, and we have outlined that to the federations very clearly. That one will withdraw the national colours, will not support any bidding uh, of any federation for international uh, competition. Uh, we will also withdraw funding. Uh, the last resort, which is the biggest tool, is to deregister the federation. And if you are deregistered, then you are. It, 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 it is going to be something uh, that will be a heavy price to pay uh, for any federation. So all of those, like you ask about the time frames, is going to be implemented uh, based on our own assessment. There's going to be an annual assessment. Uh, from now, after signing the agreement, next year, every year, we'll assess rugby, cricket, football, netball, how far have you gone in terms of the commitments you have made when it comes to transformation? Well, what are your views on the issue of transformation in sport? We're in conversation with Minister Fikile Mbalula this morning. The lines are open 0891-104-208. And um, what sort of questions would you like to put to the minister? The issue of quotas, for example. How does the quota policy system actually affect sport? And is the quota system scaring talent away, as some would allege? Those are some of the issues that we will be grappling with this morning. Craig in Durban, good morning. Morning, Sakina. How are you? Well, and you? Good. The, the comment I had, I've, I suppose I was lucky enough, I'm 33, so I grew up in school playing with uh, Indians, black, white, colours and everything, and I understand the Minister's point about uh, the lack of opportunity they had growing up compared to maybe what I had at a much younger age group. I think, though, my, my only comment is when we start having quotas at the very top level, if we look at what happened in the Cricket World Cup, whether we believe or not, that there was uh, um, someone being involved in that semi-final selection. Those top teams, when they go and win, they have such a big impact on the sport in the country. If we look at the 95 World Cup win, that had such a big impact on every race, then wanting to play rugby, getting involved. Had we at that point not strengthened our team as much as possible and pushed people in and maybe not won that World Cup, that actually wouldn't have helped. So I just wonder, I'm all for transformation at a slightly lower level, um, even down to prevent, up to provincial level. But I think when we get to the very highest level, having the top teams going on performing and winning those tournaments actually has a much bigger impact on getting all colours excited about sport and playing sport. All right. Thank you so much, Craig in Durban. Staying in Durban, Sunday late. Good morning. Uh, good morning, uh, Sakina, and good morning to my minister. Um, I'd like. Uh, I'm, I'm. I'm actually uh, the, the, the president of chess in the province of KZN, and I, this topic touches me very much because uh, priority to our uh, code it is transformation, and in KZN we have done that successfully, and um, we are looking at uh, you know the top five codes, and the minister is talking of top five codes. I mean, or rather top five federations, and I, I, I would like to suggest to minister that he must also look at other uh, federations such as chess because there is a, 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 that myth like for instance of saying that, that like the game of chess belongs to or, or rather is belongs to a white uh, society and so on and that black people are there but the, the, when you look at 
the number of people that are actually participating in the sport, it is not so. So I'm just saying the minister should also look at the, 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 the smaller sport codes and also look at the monies that are sponsored or are given to the federation at national level. If these monies go down to development of chess, because in the provinces this is the outcry, that these this monies that get to the federations, they organize big events, but they don't go to transformation, or they don't go to, to, to the development of sports. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Uh, Sandy, let's go to Cape Town. Janusz, good morning. Good morning, SK. Thank you for taking my call. Um, please, please, please don't divide us anymore. The sport should unite. You know this feeling. I was a sportsman once. It's a fantastic feeling when, when we are winning. Even we are losing to learn something from what, what song happened. Please don't divide us. I'm talking about the cricket and the rugby that uh, you would like to change them and put more color into, the, into this rainbow uh, teams. But please, please, no, what about soccer? You know, that in soccer teams, national teams, sometimes the one guy white represent one color. Uh, if you are serious about changing, uh, you don't change any, uh, just uh, one or two the, the division of the sport. If you have to, to change everything. In, in our young teams, don't, you don't see any white men. You don't see any any color or China China men. All all, all are represented by the so Okay. Uh, Janusz, talk, please don't don't do it. You know, don't divide us. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, that line deteriorating there, but we got the gist of it. Let's go to Tembisa in Madran. Good morning. Tembisa, not there. Ian's in Durban. Hello, Ian. Ian. Morning. I can hear you. Yes. All I want to ask the minister. How many white people in soccer compared to black people in rugby? Okay, got you there, Ian. And uh, Minister, let's uh, just try and answer some of those questions uh, from our listeners there. Uh, first and foremost, Sakina, I need to explain that um, you know this uh, uh, unfounded uh, uh, lies that have been peddled about the Cricket World Cup, that there's been an interference. By yourself, uh, uh, is what they are saying. Uh, whether by myself or uh, Cricket South Africa top leadership, it is basically, uh, from my side, I can tell you that there is no such a thing. I mean, when the Cricket National Team left for the World Cup, we had uh, over and above seven Black players who were part of the squad with uh, one African. And all those players were basically on merit and capable to be selected and to play at any given point in time. And top cricketers and top performers. Uh, and for anyone to peddle the lies and say that Vernon Philander, uh, we insisted on his selection because of quotas and dropped Abbott to us on form ahead of that particular game. I think uh, that's a complete uh, disaster in terms of uh, <clears throat> the lies that are basically been peddled. And the long and short of it, there is no such uh, Sakina. Uh, any one of the players was capable of being selected. End of, end of the story. And our national team performed very well. And on that day, they could as well have actually won. Uh, but uh, there are natural things that counted against us. So one of the things that has been raised, which is a non-question basically, about how many blacks or, or whites 
when we talk about transformation, we talk about full transformation in the context of those who never had an opportunity to basically be exposed to opportunities and play even at the highest level. And in this particular instance, it is black people in general and Africans in particular. Uh, For that particular matter, uh, it is not in reverse that white people themselves must constitute these numbers. And that is where the the critics of transformation misunderstand. And and secondly, uh, one of the things they need to understand is that we're not uh, insisting on picking on players who are underperforming simply because of the skin color. That's not the issue. The question is that implement development, select players, give them opportunities to play where they are supposed to play. You can't say that and uh, we're not targeting rugby, cricket, and football only, and netball. All federations are part and parcel of this particular agenda. Now, uh, in May, we'll be releasing the results and looking at the next five federations that the EPG is focusing on. So it's not only, it's just that rugby and cricket and football are the top, are the big five um, of uh, our sporting code uh, in South Africa, and that is why there will be a lot of focus in relation to that. So uh, transformation is not only going to come by lip service. If we do our part in terms of development, that too will actually come. Um, it, is, it, is, it is a historical fact uh, that certain sports in particular communities resonate with them. You know, for instance, football. Uh, and and uh, among African and black people will be actually the most popular sport. But it does not mean that uh, white people can't play sport. The reason is, is the fact that if you go to the former Model C schools now, and private schools, uh, kids are not allowed to play football, for instance. They only play rugby and cricket. Now, I am saying all sporting codes must be played irrespective of whatever in all the schools. That's where uh, a development, that's where we're going to produce the results. Uh, but but people would ask whether that is practical, Minister. Uh, it is very much practical. It is only the fact that, in fact, at that particular level, in terms of the former Model C schools and the private schools, that is where you get the quality, quality players, because uh, that school actually is like your academy, uh, where you get the advanced uh, coaches and trainers, and uh, who are able to look at properly the talent and capabilities of young people and actually affirm them uh, uh, going forward in terms of different sporting codes. Mm. But is that what's actually happening at school level, Minister? Because as I understand it, you know, this is almost seen as, you know, uh, something <laughs> that teachers do by the way. That is what teachers used to do by the way. Um, what we have done with the implementation of the National Sports Plan is to get every school to participate in the program of school sports. That's why we have what is called a National School Sport Championship. It's not just a get-together. It is based on the system of school sport leagues, where young people in about 25,000 schools, of which 18,000 of them just in the past year participated in the program. 
What we want is that every school must have a curricula of physical uh, education, must have a curricula of uh, sport development, and they must have uh, assigned teachers uh, to do that. We don't have the resources to employ a teacher focusing in every school, but going forward, we should be able to do that. While speaking to Minister Figile Mbalula about transformation in sport. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. And back to our discussion now, what needs to be done to ensure transformation in sport? That's what we're asking this morning on the Forum at 8. And our guest is uh, Minister of Sport, Figile Mbalula. And uh, just to go back to some of your messages here, Marge Mitchell says, uh, South Africa would rather prefer quotas than the cup. What happened to the captain of the under-19 cricket team, which won the World Cup? Where is he now? Is he out because of quotas? And then uh, this one from Jay in Peter Maritzburg says, Mbalula must just do his job at school stage and uh, the rest will follow naturally ANC started at the wrong end and expected others to do the groundwork for them Sharon says uh, children still choose the sport that they like and have time for individual sports like athletics tennis and swimming require daily intensive training how can we address this the sports in school that's from uh, Sharon and then uh, another one here from Lungisani in Durban says quotas will never help but school sports will and uh, this one also uh, unsigned says minister the current teams are all uh, developmental teams the only problem is that development is only advancing whites what does why does this continue and uh, why is it allowed to happen so many of you there saying that you know school sports seems to be the way forward but I want to open the lines and get some more views uh, let's go to Cape Town Mantagaise good morning uh, good morning Sakina uh, I support the minister in his quest for the quotas to be implemented. I think because I think he is being deliberately uh, misunderstood by those who want to stifle transformation. You must understand the social transformation in the context of sport that uh, black people in, Af- in African, African in particular have been previously uh, disadvantaged and not afforded the opportunity. It is it is ingenuous of people to say now that doing that would actually kill the quality. That statement actually brought on racism because it seeks to suggest that black people are poor are not capable to be good players in sports and are of poor quality. What we are, that's what the minister aims to, to, to implement. The plan of the minister is to actually say let us give everyone a chance regardless of their skin color. Uh, let us give them fair opportunities. Let us elevate those previously marginalized in sports. It must not be an issue of race or, or of, of, of your skin color. It must be based on quality and merit. That's what you are saying. And there goes Amanda Gaise. I was just acknowledging the point that you were making. But uh, anyway, we move along. Solly in Cape Town, good morning. Morning, Sakina. And morning, Minister. I think we have a great minister that's doing a great job. I want to first compliment him for that. And uh, to go on, Sakina, you know, I just want to put one thing to rest. I think the press and the media are also big culprits who do not help in the transformation. I'll tell you why. We lost the cup semi-final only on one ground. It was our own fault. We dropped two catches. Even the star of our cricket world, who was so good, A.B. Davilius, missed a great chance to run out Elliot. The four mistakes, we couldn't defend 12 runs in the last over. And what does the press do? It keeps on talking about what happened and what 
Logart must have said about the selection. It had nothing to do with the selection. Nobody has reported that we lost the cricket on absolutely the mistakes we made. They forgot all about that and they keep on reporting on the Philander issue. God forbid if Philander had dropped a catch. I don't know what would have happened to him. But Minister, you're doing a great job. You carry on with what you're doing and I think we're on the right path. And we never must forget that even every forum was always moaning. They forget why we are in this position after 50 years of apartheid. They only want to report us to the world when they don't know what they have caused. Thank you, Mr. Minister. Keep on the good job. And Sakina, you're a star. Thank you so much. Solly in Cape Town. Jeffrey in Witbank. Good morning. Hello, Jeffrey. Okay, something wrong with Jeffrey's line. We'll see if we can try and get him back. Let's go to Queenstown now. Rowan, good morning. Hi, good morning. All right, seemingly something wrong with our lines. We'll try and sort that out. In the meantime, Minister, if we can uh, just, you know, look at what has been raised here. We spoke about school sport. At least you gave your view before the break. Uh, but uh, two questions here. Uh, Gary Kerr says, uh, you know, can uh, the Minister please be more specific in terms of defining concrete, tangible steps that will ensure a transformation for everyone? And Brian Kumalo says, uh, if there are no facilities at public schools, where are these black payers going to come from probably private schools uh, all of them then minister minister all right, we seemingly have a problem with our lines. We'll try and sort that out. But in the meantime, it gives me an opportunity to run through some of the other messages uh, that are coming through. Um, Tunzim Mamkeli says, uh, Can you please ask the minister if it's true that he interfered with the selection of players during the Cricket World Cup? I think the minister has answered that. Tunzi said, Absolutely not. Africa Unite says, Most of our township schools have no sporting facilities. And uh, where are the black players going to come from? Government has no plan. Dumisani Nthengetwa says, uh, looking at the South African football system, does transformation in sport mean having many black players or keeping the races balanced? And Kailithle Kumalo says, transformation in our sport needs to happen at a quicker pace. South Africa has an abundance of talent that is waiting patiently. Francois Lowe uh, says, surely it should be about winning. Why do I always get the feeling that South Africa is breeding a culture of mediocrity, not just in sport? And Lucanio Memela says, if the quota system means replacing one black player with another, then it must be thrown in the dustbin because we need total transformation. Minister, are you back with us? Yes, yes. Minister, I was uh, just putting questions to you there uh, from what was said uh, by some of our listeners regarding school sport. Uh, Gary Kerr wants to know if you can, uh, you know, are there any concrete, tangible measures that will ensure the actual transformation. And uh, Brian says that there are no facilities at public schools. So uh, does this mean that this transformation will be driven in a Model C and private schools only? Uh, uh, Sakina, when you go around South Africa, uh, compared to any African state, uh, to be precise, you will argue that uh, there's abundance of facilities. Uh, The question is, do we have the structure uh, to pursue uh, sport in general, and in particular in the schools? And I will argue that it was not there. School sport had collapsed. We did not have that. As much as each school will not 
afford to have a sport facility in its own premises. But the surrounding areas and communities, there are facilities where in which young people can participate. Argue the question of uh, state of the art, uh, you know, high performance facilities. No, they are not in abundance. But uh, we can share what we actually have uh, at the present moment. And I think uh, that's what we're doing now, uh, to ensure that uh, all the schools are able to participate in our program. And not some make me nice, uh, make me look good programs, uh, where in which you bring about 200, 300 schools together to play. No. Uh, We mean, you know, uh, broadening the base, ensuring that every school does participate in our program, uh, of school sport development. But the second issue, <coughs> Sakina, is that uh, uh, development it is uh, going to happen in terms of transformation when we ensure that every initiative is basically incorporated and uh, embraced. And this is what is happening now in South Africa. There are so many initiatives of development that are taking place, which is good uh, for the country. And uh, just looking at a few more of these messages, uh, why is it now that colored players are no longer black? Why are we moving the goalpost yet again? And, Minister, do you have a response to that? No, they are black. Uh, It's just that, you know, if you talk about transformation, for instance, you look at cricket. I've said when I did the send-off, this national team of ours is the most representative team. Because you had uh, about eight uh, black players in the squad um, who were going to the national, I mean, who were going to the World Cup, uh, all of them black. Of course, we talk about generic black, meaning uh, generic black will talk about players like Indians and Colors, but uh, over and above that, you will talk about the lack of. Uh, African participation. But in terms of black, the squad in itself is the most representative squad that you actually have. You talk about merit, all those players were selected on the basis of their capabilities and they've developed over a period of time uh, with the national team. Well, uh, let's go back to the lines now. 891 We're talking transformation in sport this morning. Rowan in Queenstown. Hello. Hi, today. Hi, Rowan. Hello. Can you hear me? Rowan, the line's not great, so, um, you know, rather just try and make it quick. Okay, we seem to have lost Rowan yet again. Our apologies. Not sure what is going on there. Anonymous in Port Elizabeth. Morning, Shakina and Mr. Mbalula. Mr. I want to say that, uh, you know, I believe that you, I think, uh, one of the best ministers that we currently have. But Minister, all the effort that you have or that you that you are planning, those will be all in vain. Because you need to go to some other of the government departments like your education department and department of public works. If you look at the sport in Port Elizabeth, especially in the townships, sports is basically non existent, especially on primary school and school level. Our kids have to go to the Model C or the, the previously white-owned uh, schools 
where they can play rugby and cricket. And uh, if we look at um, Port Elizabeth in the northern areas, for instance, there's nothing going on in in the in, in primary school level, and we don't even have sport fields. If, I mean, if you have to play rugby on a weekend, there isn't enough uh, sporting fields for, for for our kids. So, education department and the department of um, public work they must also come on board and to assist you. That's the only way that you will be able to meet your numbers. And I'm promising you now, coming 10 years later, we're still going to talk about transformation in sport. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Jeffrey in Vidbang, good morning. Morning, okay. Morning, uh, Minister. Welcome, Jeffrey. Minister, good morning. Hi. You know, I have a compliment and I've got a comment and I've got a question for Minister. Uh, one, uh, my, my compliment is uh, you're doing a good job. The question is, when they talk about the lack of uh, transformation, are they as well referring to soccer as well? Because to my understanding, I know that there are some of the sporting codes that have been untransformed, that uh, they were restricting blacks to participate in it. Uh, for example, rugby and cricket. Uh, I want to, 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 to get the, the answer from Minister as to, uh, is it satisfied with uh, the outcomes of the transformation, knowing that there is a resistance, for transformation, because even now, when, even when you check on the board of those uh, sporting codes, you find that there is a uh, uh, lack of uh, black representatives on the on the high level, especially on the executive. I want to I want to just know if he's he's satisfied or he's not satisfied with the with the progress so far. Thank you, Sakin. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. Um, Ernest is in Lady Brand. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Hi, Ernest. I'm fine. I'd like to say good morning to the minister there in the studio. Yeah, good morning, good morning. Uh, minister, firstly, I would like to congratulate you on the wonderful job you are doing. And in saying that, minister, I have two concerns. Why are we only focusing on rugby and cricket? And minister, I have never heard you talking about quotas and transformation in soccer or any other sport. And minister, secondly, I would like to us to put away with the word quotas and transformation. Ask us, when we choose players, let's choose players based on their performance. Look at Bafana Bafana at AFCO. If I'm not mistaken, only white players or maybe two players were there, white players. Why did we stress that quota or transformation on Bafana Bafana? There are a lot of white players who are playing better than even the players who are selected at Bafana Bafana and AFCON. But I didn't hear you saying we need quota transformation in soccer. Why, Minister? Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you so much there, Ernest. Um, uh, James is in Johannesburg. Good morning, James. Uh, good morning, um, Rowena. Good morning, many uh, ministers, Your Excellency, and good morning to the listeners. Um, sequel to what the last caller has said. Um, Minister... What I want to suggest is this. If you look at the transformation you are trying to talk about, if transformation is all about quota, fine. Let's use the quota system to bring in mediocrity into the uh, well-going cricket and rugby. For instance, rugby and cricket have on many occasions been on the international scene. But uh, when we go to national soccer, the national soccer has only been on the international scene. I mean the world stage. Only once on complementary tickets of the 2010. Now, the same thing goes to what the last caller said. If transformation is all about a uh, 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 quota system and mediocrity, then 
Let us not use it to bring to, 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 to damage the quality of rugby and cricket we've been able to enjoy. If you go back to the national soccer team, that is Bafana Bafana, an average Bafana player is the highest paid soccer player within Africa, playing in African, African land. But Bafana Bafana and none of those players, most of, most of them are not disciplined. They have discipline issues. But in cricket and rugby, you don't get these stories of mediocrity. You don't get these stories of unscrupulous uh, 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 behavior with uh, alcohol and womanizing on the street and all that. And if you bring the quota system, it's going to damage the quality of rugby and cricket we enjoy in this country. Wow. Okay. That's uh, James in Johannesburg. Mkumeni in Durban, good morning. Morning, Fakina. How are you? Well, and you? Sure. Sakina, the truth of the matter is that sport and education is in a mess, especially for black kids. Black kids from townships and rural areas is in a mess because the, the, the kids of politicians are not affected. They are not affected. If they are to go to these schools, attend to this school, I'm sure things would have been different. But just because they are not affected, that's why it, it, it's still like this. The minister... When he took the office, he was so vocal, vocal about the school sports. Nothing has happened, Sakina. No facilities, nothing, Sakina. And that makes me ish. Anyway, thanks. Thanks so much, um, Kumeni. Sounding very frustrated. And uh, hopefully it's the time lucky for Rowan in Queenstown. Good morning, Rowan. Good day, Sakina. Ah, finally. Um, hi, I'm Rowan from Queenstown. I'm part of a World Sports Forum. Um, and we've done a study um, on in our ward in seven schools. Um, currently, that we found out there's no facilities for kids even to practice. And the minister said they are up um, in the community. There should be playing fields, but you can't expect 400 to 1,000 children to go practice at one field. Another thing is the sports councils is non-existent in most areas. Another point that I want to bring up um, is the MIG, that 15%. In most towns, in most areas, that 15% are not spent at the infrastructure of sports fields. I'd just like the minister to comment on that. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Rowan. Well, Minister, lots for you to uh, sink your teeth into. I just want to run through some of the messages as well. Kulu SD says, could you please ask uh, the Minister, why did it take so long to transform sport post-94? Why not immediately? And Adelia Jacob says, a plan for the Minister, enable Federation members, gatekeepers, uh, who ensure that uh, to ensure that funds go to the development codes. We're going to take a short break, Minister. When we come back, I'll give you an opportunity to respond the forum at eight on safm and uh, we're talking transformation in sport this morning and just to run through a few more messages uh es in uh, pe says can the minister define what he means by black colored indian and white uh this one from bloemfontein says what about codes with less whites colors and indians like soccer is there transformation happening there jp says black people have had 20 years to reform and catch up and colin's contribution is that complain about transformation in cricket but cricket is a game of statistics and if your personal stats aren't up to international 
national standards, you should not be picked. This one says, I can't wait for sponsors to pull out uh, from national teams with your policies. And Chris says, good morning. What about soccer in South Africa? There's more black. Uh, There should be a balance throughout all sporting codes. Another one, uh, it will never happen. The ANC is too soft on whites in this country. Uh, By the way, the reason uh, there aren't white players in soccer is because they don't want to. And then this one says, every team must be selected on merit and not color. Your so-called transformation is apartheid in reverse. The Minister of Sport is not transforming sport, but running it. He cost us the Cricket World Cup, and our talented sportsmen are all leaving to play overseas. And a final one here that says, we need to stop dialogue, uh, but implement resolutions. Transformation is postponed deliberately by a few. Let's have deadlines and move South Africa forward. Minister? Uh, thank you, Sakina. I think um, uh, there is one thing that people mu- uh, must understand. First and foremost, when we talk about transformation, we talk about addressing the disparities of the past and leveling the playing field. For those who were excluded, should actually gain the momentum to participate in the new democratic dispensation. And uh, soccer is fully transformed. Because you are not faced with a challenge of uh, white players who don't want uh, who want to play but are not selected on merit. The fact of the matter is to expand the sport to those areas where in which uh, people will find interest and participate. That's why uh, even the captain of the national team is Dean Femen, a Jewish boy, uh, and so on. I mean, uh, there's no qualms about it. So. Uh, You can't talk about uh, transformation when it comes to soccer. The question for us is how do we level the playing field for all the sporting codes to be able to give people an opportunity to participate? For instance, Sakina, let's pick swimming. Many black people uh, are not at the class where in which they can swim and go to the Olympics and all of that, but they can swim. The fact of the matter is that how do we bring opportunities to young kids? Because swimming is a sport that, you know, you can't start to develop at the age of 15 and so on. You grow with it, you know, from five years upwards. And that's what needs to happen. And it needs a lot of investment when it comes to financial support and parental guidance. So these are the issues that we're considering. Uh, in terms of ensuring that we're able to produce the result. Let's take golf, which is predominantly played. Uh, the, 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 the players who are basically uh, top uh, when it comes to golf are white players because of what? The structure. The physical structure around them is totally different from others because uh, it is money that talks there. So the more you are going to bring more money and open up facilities for others to participate, it does not mean that they can't play golf. They can, but they need a solid structure uh, around uh, black players and so on to also be at that particular level. So we need to understand that uh, we're not always going to understand each other, especially if we come from a racial perspective. And nobody says that. We must select players based on color. No, we select players who are capable on merit, but do not overlook those simply because of color. And for us to, ins- uh, to get that right, 
we need to have measures in place, which is what we're having right now. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time. Interesting SMS here, Minister, that says um, it's about transforming the federations because the gatekeepers reside here and uh, they are the ones uh, that are enabled, uh, that should be enabled to lead efficiently. But I think overwhelmingly, everybody is saying that the transformation needs to start at school level and then, you know, things will basically uh, normalize as you move to the top and professional sport. But, Minister, thank Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much and thank you to everybody for their input and I think it's well considered. Thank you. The Forum at 8 on SAFM.